Hey everybody, Ryan McCaffrey here on Podcast Unlocked, our special Gamescom 2013 edition live from my hotel room. Yep. Here in Cologne, Germany, we are uh, literally in the shadow of the Cologne Cathedral, one of mm. the most breathtaking pieces of architecture I have ever seen. I've been here before and it's just, it, it's every bit as great as I remembered it. I am joined by Destin Legary as always. Hey guys. And IGN superfan and Cologne resident, Ben Klieger, welcome. Hi. So uh, Ben, let's quickly learn about you. You're, uh, are, you are, you're American and German. Yes, uh, I'm half German, half American. Uh, my parents met when my mom was a scholarship in America, got married, had me, moved back over to Germany when I was three years old, and I've been here ever since. So how long have you been a gamer? Oh gosh, um, I would say starting like age five. With what? Uh, you some re some Nintendo, Super Nintendo. No, no. So I was I started as a PC gamer. Yeah. So I, some really obscure PC game that I've been looking for for ages. I have yet to find it. This is some kind of weird ASCII art PC game called Castle. That's all I remember. All right, from our it. audience will find it for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, tweet a link to to me, uh, actually, or to Ben. Ben, what's your Twitter? At uh, Ben underscore Klager. K-L-E-A-G-E-R? Exactly. Plager. I mispronounced it. I apologize. Ah, and matter. how long have you been reading IGN, listening to Podcast Unlocked, etc.? For the better part of three and a half, like four years. Yes. That's longer than I've been. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and I basically spread it out over uh, Xbox, Xbox One now. Yes. Every single channel I try to get as much as I can. All right. Well, uh, Destin, so let's get to, are we calling this Twitter talk? Are we going with yeah, Twitter okay, talk? Yeah, okay, let's do Twitter talk. All right. That's yeah. what I called it last week. We went with last week. Twitter talk. So Sony gave their PlayStation 4 release date mm -hmm. this, uh, this week at Gamescom, as we expected they would, as they pretty much outright said they were going to do. It is November 15th in, the, in North America, November 29th mm -hmm. in their, uh, their other... Uh, 29, uh, 30 territories, because they're doing 32, well, I guess 29, yeah, because there are three territories in North America, mm -hmm. right? Canada, U.S., Mexico, those sure. are three. Sure, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. Anyway, yeah. uh, so nor for our nor majorly North American audience, November 15th for PlayStation 4, I'd kind of heard the sort of rumors were it was going to be either late October or, either, or late November. It ended mm -hmm. up coming right in between those two. So the question now for Microsoft is... What are we looking at? Uh, Destin, now I have an old prediction I'll go yeah. back to in a second, but I want to go to you. What do, you. do you think that it's important for Microsoft to beat Sony to the punch, uh, even though they're in North America, let's mm -hmm. say, since Microsoft's launching in far fewer territories? Mm -hmm. And what do you think the date's going to be? Okay, I know what your guess is going to be, and I think they have to launch at that date to kick the crap out of Sony, like as best they can, or at least catch up. Yeah. You know, And uh, that is November 5th. They need to launch with Call of Duty. They had a bundle announced today at or yesterday at Gamescom. Yes. And, uh, you know, if they launch on that date with Call of Duty bundled in, they will put a dent in the competition. Yeah. To, just to be clear, it's not bundled in with the console the same the same way that FIFA 14 is free mm -hmm. in Europe. That was yeah. their other big announcement. Ben, I want to yeah. ask you about that in a second. But um, it, you're saying that they announced a, a bundle just like they do now where it'll be instead of 499 probably it's going to be 449 or or yeah. excuse me 549 or mm -hmm. 559 it'll be it's just it's the same as buying call of duty separately yeah. really but yeah i'm with you I, I i said this back at e3 you can look it up on ign mm -hmm. um i really 
think it's going to be November 5th, possibly even before that, meaning mm -hmm. this is sometime in that November 1st to 5th window. Because, because exactly uh, what you said, Destin, Call of Duty, it just has to be, uh, Microsoft has 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 cuddled up to Activision so much, yeah. particularly with this franchise. They they really are doing their best to make, to try and make pe convince people that Xbox is the Call of Duty console. And I just don't think you can launch your new console that you've been promoting the Call of Duty Ghosts on mm -hmm. as, as a big thing for the Xbox One. I just don't think you can come out after the other versions come out on November 5th. So yeah. Now, one of my Twitter followers, uh, who unfortunately I did not write down the name of before the show, um, so I apologize, but he, he actually he gave a, what I thought was a, a cute marketing suggestion mm -hmm. would be, uh, well, since it's the Xbox One, it could, it could come out on November 1. That, that works. Which yeah, would also, I, and then I tweeted him back mm -hmm. and said, well, and November happens to be the 11th month, so it could be Xbox One on 1-1-1. One, one, mm -hmm. one. Right? Could happen. Yeah, that could work. Could happen. I can basically see the poses just rows of ones. <laughs> a lot of ones. Get your one on one. one. Um, Didn't they do that with the last Call of Duty? 11, 11, 2011, no, or something like that. That was Skyrim. Oh, that's that was what it Skyrim. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was their big thing. Mm -hmm. Was the 11, 11, 11. Um, so yeah, th you know, that's where I think the release date is going. Mm -hmm. uh, well, what we about Ben? What does he think? Did we? Ben? Yeah, let's hear. Well, I think your point is pretty valid. That uh, by now the Xbox is and probably will be known as the Call of Duty box or yeah. Call of Duty console. But, um, and I think you're right that they should launch it together with uh, Call of Duty Ghosts. But I think that both consoles have so diverging um, software sets from the get-go that I don't think they're, they're speaking to different audiences when when at the launch. So I think, and, and people are, are just habitual, so they go True. with what they know. And Xbox gamers who played Xbox for the last four, five, six, seven years, they're probably going to go with Xbox because their friends are on it. That's and exactly and right. And people are much more uh, averse to change, to big change, especially if it's uh, such a large price point. I mean, $400, it's cheaper than 500 but it's still a bunch of money. So what was your date? My date? I'm guessing the 5th of November. Right, okay. So we're all okay. in agreement on yeah. November 5th now. Well, I actually posed this question on Twitter. Yes. And uh, uh, Durain123 said that, the OG Xbox was launched on November 15, 2001. That's is correct. that correct? That is correct. And that, if they did that again, it would be the same day as PlayStation 4. Imagine that. Oh, you jokingly posted about this, Ryan. I did. I said yeah. uh, I, I would love to see that only for to, so that because I know you would go out yeah. into San Francisco <laughs> to the midnight launch lines mm -hmm. and just film the fanboy chaos, the fights, the broken bones, mm -hmm. the probable oh, gunshot wounds. <laughs> Uh, that would that would almost certainly happen if PS4 rabid fanboys and Xbox One rabid fanboys had mm -hmm. to line up in the same line on the yeah. same night. <laughs> yeah, wear uh, a bulletproof vest that night, Dustin. <laughs> if that happens. George Reimer said, "I think DMC Ryan is on the mark with November 5th." I like it when people agree with yeah. me. It makes me feel good. Um, cool. Nobody nobody thinks after, huh? Nobody that responded to the question uh, a little bit later? Well, here we go. Nick Graham, 1986, said, November 4th to beat the COD launch rush, plus COD Ghost a day early on Xbox. A day early on Xbox One. Well, That'd be interesting. That's not going to happen. No, that can't, no, right? It, it'll be November 5th yeah. for Call of Duty. That is their <laughs> day. That is yeah. what they build their marketing around. Yeah, I think the November 5th is pretty locked in stone. It's too big of an apparatus to change that now. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Um, I don't know how much time we have left in our 10-minute Twitter talk. Let me check. Justin. But, um, oh, we're so fine. We're about halfway through. Good. I want to get yeah. I want to get Ben's take on the big European announcement, which ha I had a lot of uh, negative reaction on my Twitter because of the U.S. not getting anything announced for them right now. So Ben, it was every pre-order, every Xbox One console mm -hmm. pre-order in Europe is getting a free copy of FIFA 14. Now, yeah. you're already an Xbox guy. Yeah. Um, but we were talking uh, before the show mm. that you were you were, you were saying you're not quite sure which console you want to buy first. You're going to buy them both eventually, but, right? sure. Yeah. But you're not sure which one to go with first. Now, does this FIFA thing sway you at all? Are you a soccer fan? As a, I am as a, a soccer German fan, resident? but I'm not a soccer game fan. Okay. I love watching soccer. I love playing soccer. Um, I've never really latched on to soccer games, but I'll tell you that in here in Germany, I've gone to so many like buddies' house and. Yeah will boot up FIFA on the PlayStation. And I think that's their aim here. To try and take away some of that. Yeah, to chip away that. Because yeah. I don't, I've don't. i never gone to a friend's house and we've booted up FIFA. Never. Hmm. On Xbox, you're saying? Yeah, on Xbox. So have you, I know this is only this only just happened mm -hmm. yesterday. Have you talked to any of your friends uh, since this announcement who maybe, are they going to go Xbox this time? Um. Well, I'm going to Gamescom on Friday with my best friend, and we've both kind kind of like said, okay, both of these consoles are awesome. Yeah. But we can't really decide which one until we've gotten our hands on both of them. Fair enough. And see which one for us is the killer app. Wait, you mean you haven't already made up your mind and blasted it all over Twitter and? and <laughs> no, I don't vomit <laughs> onto my phone and see what sticks. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> A sensible, a sensible yeah. thing. I mean, I, ha I have to touch something before I buy it. But, okay, so, well, tell me then, so I know you haven't had a chance to talk to your <laughs> specific friends yet, but as someone who grew up here in Germany, in yeah. Cologne, uh, in a, you know, very, where soccer is, where football, I it's should a say, I gotta, I gotta yeah. say football, football while I'm here, while that, where that, a place where football is mm -hmm. the national sport uh, by a mile, do you think that uh, this makes a difference? Because, you know, the reality is... It definitely is could. That a PlayStation 4 at 3.99, plus a copy a, a copy that you do pay for of FIFA is still cheaper than an Xbox One with a free copy of FIFA. So, do you think this is going to have an effect in Germany and in Europe? It could work as kind of like the small small stone that tips the scales right. in the favor of the Xbox when people see Titanfall. I mean, you all said that Titanfall was pretty much like. A dream come true. Yeah, we'll get press to that. into a game. Okay. We'll get to yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it could be like, no, but I, yeah, I think it could be that, that that small percentage that people said, okay, let's go Xbox, because. So you think maybe it's it could grab the on the fence people? Is that yeah. fair to say? Yeah, because then they said, okay, I'm getting the Xbox. I'll I'll have FIFA in the bag. I I can get another game. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. True. Exactly right. So uh, I think that's, that's yeah it we got to wrap it up yeah that's it for this week's ten minute Twitter talk here mm -hmm. on Podcast Unlocked. Mm -hmm. uh, be sure to subscribe to the show uh, for free on iTunes or the Zune Marketplace. Of course, the Zune Marketplace yes. where everybody gets it. Well, there are, <laughs> there are listeners there, who say that they get it there. Come join us for yeah. the entire uh, full audio version mm -hmm. of Podcast Unlocked each and every Wednesday on IGN. All right, so we got our 10-minute Twitter talk out of the way, guys. Uh, let's get back to sort of the regular top of the show. Destin, 
let's, let's talk for a minute. I know if you want to fast forward and get to the game stuff, feel I, free. Mm-hmm. Let's talk just a little bit about being here in Germany because oh, okay. I, I get to know your locksmith, I, sort of. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, right. We do need to do that because mm-hmm. I, I love this city. I've been here. I, it has a special place in my heart. I, as I've said on on Twitter and I think on the podcast before, I was here for a month in high school on a foreign exchange, and we did five days here in Cologne, and mm-hmm. uh, I just I, I was left inspired by mainly the cathedral i mean it's just it oh it is every time i walk outside and see that thing we just have to stop and look at it for a while it's it's not only that it's it's a beacon as well because Mm -hmm. it's like the tallest most distinct thing Mm -hmm. in the skyline in the city it's like and it's your point of origin it's anywhere you are like okay let's see i'm kind of lost never mind yeah (laughs) i mean i we haven't no friday we're gonna climb that mofo oh yeah we are going up um, I've done that before, and that's why I'm like so adamant to do it again. Mm-hmm. I, you guys are gonna are gonna love it. Get ready for there. a sweat-covered Destin at the top of that yeah, cathedral. Uh, remind me to be in front of you so that your <laughs> sweat isn't dripping down on me, because uh, as as Ben can attest as well, it is a, almost a straight vertical mm-hmm. climb up a very yeah. very narrow set of spiral stairs. Is that, that a work good workout? It's a real good workout, and I actually, it's 519 steps. 519. And in the middle, uh, there's a small gap where you can go into the bell tower and watch uh, and see the biggest free-hanging bell in the world. Oh, wow. Or pass out of exhaustion. (laughs) (laughs) Or just, yeah, give me a minute. Yeah, you guys go ahead. Oh, just give me a sec. (laughs) Go on without me. More like Destin Legout of Aerie. <laughs> uh, that that right? sounds about right. Uh, um, but yeah, like, uh, wh- what else have you seen in this in this town that, that has fascinated you, Destin? So I got to experience pork knuckle for the first time. <laughs> uh, it is good. They got like a ham pork knuckle it's or something. Enormous. I don't know. It is gigantic. It is you like think, oh, a, a fist. A no, knuckle. not even close. Like I think knuckles yeah. just. I don't think. I think they're lying about yeah. the knuckle. It's that's like, a big pig if that's a knuckle. <laughs> Yeah. People like scrape it all off the bone and then you just have this big pile of meat on your plate and it tastes like ham. Yeah. It tastes like ham. It is delicious. How do you now how are you feeling about the the local specialty of beer, the Kolsch brand Kolsch? Of, of beer? Um it's, no, it's actually it's not a brand, it's it's it is a type of beer mm-hmm. that is brewed by many different anyone with mm-hmm. correct correct me if I'm wrong, Ben, anyone with a view of the cathedral can brew it. Is that the that's the yeah. legend I heard? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Or is that an is that law? I don't think it's law. I don't <laughs> think the police will knock down your door, but I think it'd probably be frowned upon if you didn't. So it's law, Ben. I <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, no, maybe not. <laughs> okay. I'm not that into brewing my own beer okay. to know yeah. to know the. It's light. It's a fun. It's a fun little yeah. beer. You can eat it, drink it with uh, anything you're eating, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's light. It has a, a slight aftertaste, but nothing that's like bad. Yeah. You know, um, it's it's good. You can drink, yeah. and they serve it in these like really narrow cups. So like you know, after yes. an event, you know, like the first one goes down <laughs> pretty goes. quick. And we yeah. learned if you ever come to Cologne. And you are done drinking. Uh-huh. You put your coaster on yeah. the top of the glass, or they will just yeah. keep refilling yeah. you. Yeah, it's heaven. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Only there's a check at the end, right? Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. How many did I drink? What is this bill for? So, so beer is easy to find. Yes. Still water, still water is so difficult. <laughs> Like, I order still water, and there's still fizz in it. I'm like, just tap water. I just want water from your tap, please. 
Um, and then, yeah, we saw the, uh, in front of the dome, the mm -hmm. cathedral, the, the remnants of the original ancient Roman gate from oh, when the yes. city was originally founded in 50 AD, wow. 5-0 yeah. AD. Yeah, and there's a museum right next to the cathedral, actually. I We're really going on Friday. Yeah, I want to try and check that out because uh, there's supposed to be, like, Roman runes underneath. Yes. Ruins, yeah. Destin. Yeah. Runes are, like, magic items in <laughs> RPGs. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at me like, Ru really? Oh, runes, ruins. <laughs> there we go. There, sorry. There we go. Uh, so, all right, let's do a little get-to-know-your-locksmith okay. before we go. So let's see. What's, uh, what can we do? What is... Well, do you have any questions? Yeah, do you have, what do you want? You want to ask us anything? Or? That's a tough one. <laughs> you kind of put I mean, me in the spot here. You listen to the show. But yeah, I've listened to the what show. What, what about us have you wondered that we haven't talked about yet? What is it that brought you and keeps you gaming? Ooh. Gaming or covering gaming? Gaming. gaming Just gaming. Okay. Just the act of gaming. What is? I'm, I'm assuming that it's something like borderline magical to you. That's true. All right, oh, I, I can a, go first. Go, go for it. Yeah. All right, so I've been gaming ever since I was a kid. I was probably five or six. When that, you know, I was sort of the perfect age for the Nintendo. You know, the Nintendo <laughs> was out in 85. I was born in 80. Um, I didn't get my Nintendo till I think, 88. Like, it had been out a little while first, but I had sort of been playing it at friends' houses. And, yeah, it's just there's something about it is like a, to me it just felt like the next I don't think I could, you know, uh, articulate this at the time, but it felt like sort of the next evolution of a book, you know, an mm -hmm. interactive thing that could show me, it could visualize uh, my choices, my actions, and the story it was telling. And it was just, and it, it yeah, it just started early for me and went from there. And um, my confession is that, like, even though I am a writer by trade. I have a journalism degree. Mm -hmm. I don't like to read. I don't <laughs> I don't read in my free time. Yeah. I don't enjoy reading. It actually puts me to sleep. Like mm -hmm. just the literal act of moving my eyes left left to right, mm -hmm. back left to right. It I fall asleep when I read. I don't know how I ever graduated college when I had to read yeah. all those books, but podcast listeners know I'm illiterate. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So can't even say ruins. <laughs> so so yeah you know it's just a, yeah it started with nintendo for me and i i latched right onto it with the classics you know with super mario brothers and zelda and kid icarus and mm -hmm. and it just never stopped and i never will stop and it's it's just it's it's the most entertaining hobby i've i've ever had so, mm -hmm. so that's my story with gaming you know, it's it's such a strange question to answer because like I, I work on gaming stuff now yeah. like constantly and I'm always like excited to get like you guys, the people watching or listening, like the next story or just like, oh, I could tackle this from this angle and it'll, like a lot of people like that, they'll really watch it. And uh, for me, I get excited about that, but I forget that I still come home every day and uh, I'll play a game and something will surprise me. I played yeah. Earthbound for the first time. I was like, oh my god! Like, what have I been missing out on? Yeah, and I haven't played it either. I need, I, but yeah. I need once I eventually get a Wii U when the price drops, because mm -hmm. I'm not, I am not biting on this thing <laughs> until then. But yeah. I will, I will, I'm going to be joining you in that for sure. Yeah, and then like you play something great, like I really enjoy Blacklist, and just like those moments that like keep you coming back. Yeah, you know, like I guess that's it. Those, those, those things that grab you and don't let go. Ben, mm -hmm. yeah, for basically for me, it was the same thing that you. It's like the an, an interactive book that you could decide which way you could go 
I mean, when you're reading a book, it's a predefined l path you're going along. But ever every time I read something, I kind of I would have done this a bit different. I would have said something different. And in games, I can do that. Yeah. And plus, games now have storytelling that's on par or better than books I've read. Well, I don't know. Sometimes if I'd go that movies. Far. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes movies. I'm not saying better than books, yeah. than, than really good books, but the storytelling is, has gotten really good. That's in, true. And in, in the excellent games, such as Portal, Portal mm -hmm. 2. Oh, absolutely. Uh, games that we could would consider as uh, points in the argument are art, games, art, the whole, the whole, yeah. the whole shindig. Uh, stuff like that. Stuff that really ropes you in and pulls you into their their world. Yeah, like what did you play The Walking Dead? Oh yeah. What how so what was we've talked about it on the show and on IGN many <laughs> times. When you finished yeah. episode five, yeah. what what was your exact like what were you doing? What was your reaction to that game? I basically just sat back, watched the credits, credits finished, and then I basically continued to sit for like half an hour and that's what we did. Mm -hmm. I, oh, man. I've never played something like this before. Yeah, exactly right. Damn. And, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, uh, I cried. Yeah, movie, movies it. do yeah. not even... Movies very occasionally will have that level of effect mm -hmm. on me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but games um, cause you to be more invested because yes. you're acting. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not just observing. And that's what gets you more involved. Because you, you're the one, especially in, walk in The Walking Dead, you're the one who makes those decisions, those horrible, horrible decisions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your Indeed. actions have resulted in this outcome, and that's yeah. why you have the emotional response. Yeah. You're responsible for this. Mm -hmm. And then right. you just have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I God. approve of Ben's Get to Know Your Locksmith yeah. question. Good well stuff. done. Thank you. All right, let's uh, come right back, and we will get to all the Gamescom news. Yes. There's so much to talk about. Hang on. Okay, Ryan, you let me come back on this one because I want to talk about something so bad Do and it. you haven't brought it up yet. Titanfall. Let's talk about Titanfall, oh, please. yes. Yeah. Okay, so obviously there are people out there going, you guys, you guys and the rest of the media has mm -hmm. hyped this thing to hell and back. Mm -hmm. There's no way it can be this good. Yeah. And even all week we've been like, we're going to play Titanfall. We're going to play Titanfall. <laughs> yeah. So the question, Destin, mm -hmm. when we finally got to play it, 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 it worked out awesome because we all showed up. This never happens, by yes. the way. Usually at a trade show, an mm -hmm. E3, TGS, Gamescom. When there is an appointment, one IGN editor <laughs> shows up. And the reason for that is because we have, we have to be in many places mm -hmm. and see it's a crazy. lot of games. Yeah. But for Titanfall, we were able to work it out such that uh, four, five, five of, of us... us were there at once, and we not only got to play in the same session, but we got to play on the same team yeah. against a bunch of uh, yeah. European, presumably, guys that mm -hmm. we didn't know. Mm -hmm. And we ended up splitting. We won the first one. They won the second. Yep. So uh, all's well that ends well there. <laughs> so tell me, Destin, you are dying to talk about it. Yes. Got to play it. Did it live up to the hype that w that everyone has collectively created and did it live up to what was shown at E3 which is what drove the hype in the first place okay let me just say this and Ben like 
you'll maybe interested to hear this i don't know mm -hmm. but before we even got to play they were showing us like this thing on the screen how to play and like all yeah. these possibilities and like this pistol that'll lock onto multiple enemies and kill them all at once yep. i literally had butterflies in my stomach i was so excited to play this game and i haven't been that excited in forever and playing it it did not disappoint it didn't no tell me why what, okay like why playing a because let's all right let's boil it down there's going to be a Probably by the time, hopefully by the time this you guys hear this podcast, I will have a very detailed preview mm -hmm. up on IGN, along with an interview with uh, with Drew McCoy, who's the producer on uh, on the game, who we got a couple little extra nuggets out of. You yeah. filmed it, Destin, mm -hmm. so um, so check that out on the site. But um, what what about it made it made it uh, more than just Call of Duty with robots. Okay, so going in right away, I've seen the trailers and everything. I was a little nervous it would be too much, like too much action, too much chaos. Yeah. But something about it, it just all gels together, and you just understand it. I was double wall jumping to get to the top of buildings yep. for better vantage points. I was uh, wall running and jumping, and I got better at it by the second match, you know. And then, like, you throw a mech in there, and they time it so that you don't get it immediately. You have to, like, earn oh, yeah, it. You, gotta you wait. earn it. You know, well, you wait two minutes or... For the first one. For the first one, and then after that, you either get them in another two minutes or you earn it. Yeah. Like, if you take out another mech by jumping on top of them and taking them out... Two you minutes get, to Titanfall. Yeah, two minutes to Titanfall. Never mind, it's ready. You just took out another <laughs> mech. Yes! Yeah. And, like, that is so rewarding because then you just stomp the other players, you know? Literally. Now, when you don't have a mech... Yeah. You think, okay, I'm just going to get owned. If somebody else, not the case. Nope. You can double jump onto a roof, just hang out on their mech and shoot into it. If they're or, or steal it. Or or what? What's the other one? I was just you can run up, you can, uh -huh. you can get behind them without, and they, they don't figure it out. Uh -huh. You can jump up onto their shoulder. Uh huh. All, all you, know, you got to do is jump. There's no weird mm -hmm. button QTE or anything weird. Just jump up on their back, and it'll it'll automatically sort of aim you at the the brain of the robot mm -hmm. you shoot the crap out of it to blow off the panel and mm -hmm. then you just start unloading your gun oh. into its brain until mm -hmm. you take it out yeah that's yeah. what i was doing mm -hmm. it was awesome. yeah blow it up <laughs> just nuke it. yeah it, it was so cool and like also like even like the melee kills you don't just like stab somebody you grab them snap their neck oh. all the way around and then you keep running or if they're in front of you you like give them a boot and, like, they go flying in there dead. Uh, it felt so good, and every kill you get just feels so rewarding yeah. because there's so much chaos going on yeah. all around you. And you level up, you gain experience points. Mm -hmm. There, There is the whole, you know, sort of Call of Duty advancement system, which, of course, Vince Zampella, the mm -hmm. founder of Respawn Studios, developer of Titanfall, yeah. he is responsible yeah. for that. He created that. Um, and, yeah, Destin, to your first point about how you had butterflies while yeah. you were watching the warm-up video before we actually got to play... <laughs> It, it reminded me, both before and after we finished playing, I have not felt like that for, in the first time playing a highly anticipated game since E3 2004 when they had Halo 2 multiplayer playable for the first time behind closed doors. It was, it was CTF on Zanzibar. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time I played it, like my, I was just blown away completely yeah. such that the rest of E3 even though it was a behind-closed-doors thing with a very tight schedule, I kept harassing the PR people, like, hey, can you sneak me in for one more <laughs> round? And I got to go back two or three more times, and that's exactly what I'm doing this week. Yeah, I'm going to 
fortunately I know the PR guy well, mm -hmm. and I'm going to be like, can you sneak me in again, yeah. please? I thought maybe I was the only one, but Keza was literally shaking She was actually, afterwards. because of the adrenaline rush. Yeah. There's not a dull moment. No. Like, it's you, constant action. Well, I you, never got frustrated. You, you know? basically never stop moving. Yeah. You don't stop. You're either walking, you're running, you're jumping, you're double jumping, you're mm -hmm. wall running, you're... Uh, jumping into mm. your Titan, you are always moving and always doing something. Yeah. Um, now, we talked about, is FIFA 14 a killer app for Europe mm -hmm. uh, with Ben? Now, Ben, so that aside, is are you feeling the hype for Titanfall? Is it something that would tip, as you decide which console to buy first, is Titanfall a game that, without, obviously you haven't played it yet, but... Go make it a priority. Go play it on the show floor this week at Gamescom. Will it tip the scales for you in, in, in Xbox One's favor? If it has that effect on me, it might definitely make me strongly reconsider which one of the consoles I'll, I'll buy first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If it recaptures that magic, that uh, tingling in the fingertips, yeah. that, 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 ooh, this is why I game. Mm -hmm. And that, that's it's kind of magical. And that could be the deciding factor, which one I'd buy. You need to let us know, like afterwards, tweet at yes, us or something. Yes, definitely okay. tweet us. Yeah. Uh, although we're going to be seeing you again later this week for a little tourist action. Yeah. Yes, we but are. I, I'd like to add, by the way, we were talking about uh, MF in Titanfall right now, mm -hmm. the game of games right now, and Sean Finnegan is asleep on our <laughs> hotel bed. He is dead. He, lo he is out. He's done. Yeah, these are pretty long days, they and we have are. jet lag and everything. We, yeah, they so. are definitely. <laughs> he's, he's giving us the evil eye now. Like, God dang, you guys. But, um, all right, so what else? So, we, Destin, you and I were at the Microsoft Showcase yeah. yesterday mm -hmm. to play every first-party launch game. So this was Connect Sports Rivals. Yeah. Dead Rising 3, our Stun first Stunning recreation it. of your face, by the way, for Connect Sports Rivals. It, you know what? It ended up like... <laughs> it was close It did a ish. pretty decent approximation, yeah. mm -hmm. especially considering that it was weird, like, not typical living room lighting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I played again today oh, really? in a behind-closed-doors appointment. The was video, it better? The video's on IGN. It's the, it's, if you search for the Connect Sports wall climbing mm -hmm. video. We, oh, good. There were two of the six games, two of the six events mm -hmm. playable at Gamescom this week. We did... Uh, you and I shot um, the wave race, the, yep. the jet ski. That was you and Aransky, Aran actually. Mike Aransky yeah. shot that yeah. with me. Yeah. And then today, behind closed doors, we did wall climbing. And both videos of my play sessions are on IGN right now, mm -hmm. so check them out. And uh, so, yeah, and I, th I think doing the, the champion body scan mm -hmm. today in better lighting and better conditions, it actually turned out pretty decent. The main thing it just couldn't, it didn't do... It sort of gave me like a light beard thing, but it didn't get my exact ah. goatee configuration as it <laughs> is on my my face here. Mm -hmm. But they did say that they're gonna they'll have you'll be able to add all that in like uh, so you mm -hmm. could you can customize your hair because it doesn't really scan your entire head of hair. Mm -hmm. So you pick your hair, and it does your whole face. And then yeah, they'll said if you have facial hair, they'll uh, they'll make some presets for that so, so you can really. Dial, dial yourself in, but it was yeah, it was a pretty good representation. So, mm -hmm. uh, and then we saw there was Zoo Tycoon, which yeah, I and, didn't, you know, I didn't go see that one. It's something different. Yeah. Again, the video of a, a producer. There's a developer guided tour video. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like ten minutes long on IGN. 
Call of Duty Ghosts yep. with a new mode. Mm -hmm. That's on IGN. Did you get well. to play that one? I didn't. Scott Lowe did. Ah, okay. Our, our, our he's, a, he's a COD guy. Yeah, he's a big yeah. COD guy. And then uh, Forza 5, you and yeah, I did. Yeah, that, that one's looking nice. That video ish is or will be by the time it's this up. podcast is. It's up. Okay. It should be up in Blog World, yeah. So that I did it was that it was good to play it. It was good to play a new track <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, with an, with the updated physics engine too. Mm -hmm. Ooh, one that surprised was Rise. Yes. That's not up yet. You mentioned Forza and Rise failed uploading, but yeah, anyway, because <laughs> so, of so German internet. Come on. I played Rise privately the first day we were here at mm -hmm. Microsoft's uh, German headquarters. It's just this big Microsoft building that was weirdly mostly empty. It was almost kind of creepy. It was like out of Fight Club. Like, is there about <laughs> to be a bunch of bombs are going to go name, off? His name was Robert Paulson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I played it there, and uh, in their sort of, it was just like a test level mm -hmm. where they would spawn in waves of guys just to show off the combat. Yeah. And I, I liked it a lot. I mean, it felt like they... The AI will really surround you and try to mm -hmm. swarm you, and they're not going to be all chivalrous and, and fight one at a time. Like, you mm -hmm. will get attacked by multiple guys at a time, and you'll have to, as you're attacking one, you'll have to be ready to block another. And mm -hmm. I, liked, I thought the combat was good. And the, what you're referring to, Destin, at the showcase yesterday was uh, multiplayer. the multiplayer mode. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, they have a two-player co-op multiplayer mode mm -hmm. that's set in the Roman Colosseum. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about that is it's it's loosely based on historical reality yeah where so they like flooded yeah, it they would in real life they would they mm -hmm. would do different set pieces for the for shows mm -hmm. for the people in the coliseum where they would flood it and do have boats in there they would put in like fake forests and stuff and so they do that they take that to a much uh, more fantastic excuse me fantastical extent mm -hmm. in the game and so it's essentially they called it uh like their holodeck or they could just do yeah. whatever they want in <laughs> yes. there. And yeah, it was a good time. I played mm -hmm. with the, the lead multiplayer designer. And you can do co-op executions. Like once you, you know, wear a guy out enough, you can, like one of you grabs him and the other one like slits his throat. And mm -hmm. uh, it was fun. I, had, I think Rise, you know, I'm not feeling, I'm still not feeling that it's going to be any sort of killer app, which I think they were originally hoping it would be. Mm -hmm. But it's feeling like a pretty, a pretty solid action game. Yeah, yeah. What else am I leaving out? Uh, there's one, and let's talk about this for a second. Let's talk about Killer Instinct. So yes. we found out at the event that when this game launches on the Xbox One, it's launching with six characters and no story mode. So I think I might have some wax in my ears, Dustin. You did say 16 characters, right? No, six. six. Like one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> that's it for launch. That is oh. extremely low. Are you a fighting game guy at all, Ben? A bit. A bit. And I know that six is, in my eyes, not enough. Would, now, even if it's it's twenty dollars for the six, right? Yeah, it's twenty bucks, which is reasonable. Wait, ben, yeah. would you even pay twenty dollars for a fighting game with six characters in it? If it's really good, and uh, the fighters are balanced and everything's great, yeah. I might consider it. Okay. But Fair only enough. if there's a prospect of future fighters to become, because you can only play with six characters for so long. Well, so they did announce that uh, if you pay the 20 bucks, you will get eight characters, but they're not going to be done until February or March. So the well, console, that's and, and then, far, really, if then the you get story mode with that too. Okay. So 20 bucks. And uh, right. yeah, I mean, does, does that sweeten the pot a little bit? Yeah. I mean, if they promise to, to 
continue to bring new content for it with the eight uh, eight characters and the story mode. Although I'm not a, the biggest story mode fan yeah. for uh, it's kind of a like it's always seemed tacked on, yeah. but it's good. It's all about online, right? Yeah, or couch co-op. Eh? Mm-hmm. So uh, Dest- now there there is more. Right? Yes, there. Uh, I talked to Ken Lobb. Uh, you know, always nice to talk to him, and uh, he told me that what they want to do is get season one out by March. And then before, or by that Christmas, they want to have like a season two of DLC, which is eight more characters, eight more characters, okay. bumping up the roster to 16, and another tie-in. We didn't speak about the $40 bundle for season one, we'll call it, yep. which includes the original Killer Instinct. Now we're talking. Yeah. So for which 40 which bucks. people have been asking for for years. Yes, and they're working on online, which has me incredibly excited. I love the original Killer Instinct. So that gets me really, really hyped up. Uh, did you play the original at all? I played it a bit, and I understand your fascination with it. So that plus an online mode for it, yeah. So I think the 40 bucks for that sounds pretty good. Yeah, they did say they're working on online. I really hope they figure it out, but yeah. Yeah, but I think the the whole concept is an interesting uh, way for them to go to kind of annualize it with seasons. To it gives them possibility to more to fine tune the gameplay and address issues that that the game might ha- right. have at, at launch. So to make the whole game kind of more modular, it's a good idea. That's we're looking forward to see how that works. So I'd like to go on record. I don't want to be too much of a naysayer, but yeah. I, I I do predict. I think this is a terrible idea. I think mm-hmm. launch just to making day one of launch for Xbox One, and ha- but only having six characters yeah. in order to make that. I think they're making a terrible mistake. I think the reaction to this it has been will, overwhelmingly will, negative. Will be very negative. Yeah. However, that being said, I think if they relaunch the game. Christmas 2014 yeah. as a 16 character game, sell mm-hmm. it on a disc as like a $60, you know, with the original uh, Killer Instinct emulated mm-hmm. uh, with 16 characters. Yeah. And so, so sort of, if, if we look at this holiday, this November as a soft launch for the game, and if they relaunch it as like sort of a full, you know, $60 retail product next holiday, I think they'll get some more people on board, but I think they're going to, I don't think this is going to pan out well for them in the short term. That's my prediction. You know, um, I'm really, really worried about this game because I want it to succeed yeah. so badly. And to hear that they're launching with six, I almost want to be like, I've been wondering because they've been revealing characters so slow. I'm like, how are you going to get a full roster? Uh, Ken Lobb did point out that the original Killer Instinct only had eight characters. So like, so like, I'm like, okay. That was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, though. Things have uh-huh. changed. Yeah, I mean, I think minimum, they should have started with like 12. Yeah. Now in season two, in that season two pack with the eight additional characters, and he did, he did allude to the fact that there will be another second $40 bundle, or no, 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 don't, don't quote me on that. Not $40 bundle, I don't know how much it'll be, but another bundle that will include a second fan favorite item. So Killer Instinct 2? That's what it that's what I'm guessing. <laughs> I mean, what, yeah. What, if yeah. you're going to go to the trouble to emulate one, mm-hmm. you're going to do both of them. Yeah, I mean that's exactly. just that's the that's the business reality. If you're going to pay a developer who, you know, be it Digital Extremes or mm-hmm. whoever, 
uh, they're going to have both of them done. Yeah. Like, it's just a question of when they're going to put it out. Yeah. That's my prediction. I'm worried about it. Like, I, I know the game's really balanced right now. All the fighters look great. Like, they're, they're paying a lot of attention to all this stuff. Yeah. But six characters... That's scary. And we know three of them, is that correct? We know four of them. Four we know them. Chief Thunder, Glacius, Saber Wolf, Jago. Okay. And, uh, who are the other two, Destin? <laughs> Make the call right now. Uh, you're, the, you're the super fan. Tell I'm going to abstain from that because I was at Double Helix a week ago. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. Oh, you sly devil, <laughs> you. All right. Well, uh, I do have a question. You said that it might be a good idea for them to launch like the complete pack at the end of 2014. Yeah. If... The version with six characters that they're launching now, just... That's just for launch. Yeah, so yeah, launch, yeah. it comes with six. Really, it's eight, but you won't get them till later. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, with that staggered release of the, of the characters, if that doesn't sell because of the overwhelming negative reaction, yeah. like you said, what do you think... Um, do you really think that they're going to bother or take an additional risk of putting out another version of it that might not sell as well? That's an, that's an excellent question. You're right. He's totally right. Question. If it doesn't yeah. sell, they're not going to do season Just two. Just in the same way that, uh, you know, perfect, I think, comparison to this is with Halo 4. Mm -hmm. 343 said, hey, Spartan Ops, uh, we might do a season two if the response is good. And the response wasn't. wasn't that good. And mm -hmm. there wasn't a season two. Yeah. So, yeah, Ben, great point on that. I mean, if, uh, and as I said, I think this kill, I think this plan for Killer Instinct is a bad idea. And, yeah, you know what? You're right. I, I'm usually the one that's pointing out all the horrible business realities mm -hmm. uh, that that uh, tend to happen. But yeah, you hit the nail on the head. So yeah, good we'll point. We'll see. We'll see about that mm -hmm. one. I mean, it's an interesting business model, but I don't think it fits with a console launch. Yeah, I, I, mean, I agree people with are looking you. for something that to hook them in, where they run to the store. I gotta get this game. I gotta get this console. And I don't think six fighting game characters. Yeah. And no story mode is something that'll do that. Honestly, if you're still listening, I'd love to see the comments about this this particular topic. Just because you guys know I love Killer Instinct. Yes, you do. So uh, I, I'd love to hear what you guys think. So let us know for sure on this one. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. And then what else? Let's see. Was that was that all the big stuff? Yeah. So Connects Peggle. Uh, yeah, we tried, we tried Peggle real <laughs> it quick. It looked great. It's Peggle, it, it's though. It's Peggle. You know? I mean, yeah. which I, I know yeah, that, no sounds, yeah. <laughs> that sounds dismissive. Oh, but, Fable. Uh, it just is. Ah, yeah. So uh, Fable. Fable Legends, which hopefully mm -hmm. you read about on IGN, uh, Keza McDonald's awesome story. She actually got to go to Lionhead and, and see it. So, but yeah, I saw the behind closed doors demo that they yeah. had at Gamescom. And I was with you. Yeah, you were there. And, <laughs> and it, uh, well, you're hanging out in the back of the room like a weirdo, though. I have to. I have a giant camera <laughs> with me. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, first of all, it's, it looks very pretty in Unreal Engine 4. It's mm -hmm. like the, the sort of prototype area they showed off was super nice, very lush you know, fantasy forest kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And that I don't know about the con the concept is for better or worse or it's different. It is different than the other fables. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. It's four player co-op mm -hmm. if you want to. You know, it's drop in, drop out. You can play by yourself, but there will always be four people there. It's just a question of whether they're your friends or whether they're AI. Mm -hmm. As four different classes, what is this essentially a rogue, a warrior, an archer, and mm -hmm. a spellcaster, a mage. Yeah. In these sort of instance dungeons... Or you can be the villain. Well, that's the big hook I was, yeah. I was getting oh, to. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so the yeah. A fifth I blew player, it. Thanks, <laughs> Destin. Good one. So uh, a fifth player can play, yes, mm -hmm. as, as the villain, mm -hmm. 
And that player has like sort of a top-down, almost RTS-like view of the battlefield, and they can place enemies and place traps, mm -hmm. and they're trying to get the heroes to fail. To die. Now, the two things that concern me about this, uh, number one, and they're both they're both staples of Fable, and that's why it bothers mm -hmm. me that, that this is uh, that they're do, handling it this way. Now, let me start by saying, I think it's good, generally a good thing for for franchises to evolve and change, because otherwise, if we're just getting the same game every time, mm -hmm. that gets old, and we, we get yeah. bored, and then we and then we stop playing the franchise because we don't like it anymore. Mm -hmm. But there's a point where you you have to hold on to the spirit, to the essence of the franchise while evolving it and taking it in a new direction. Yeah. And the two things that I have concerns with, I'm not sure are are holding on to that spirit. And number one, it seems like there might not be dogs in the game. And That's, the reason, the thing is, the, yeah. the dog in Fable 2 and 3, you really do develop an emotional attachment yeah, to the dog. Yeah, totally. He, he's your companion for the whole game. Someone hurts your dog, you kill yeah, him. You are, yeah, it's like, because <laughs> yeah. that's how I played Fable mm -hmm. 2 and 3 was, because in Fable 1, I went like pure evil, and it was so great. Mm -hmm. In Fable uh, 2 and 3, I decided I went totally good, except if you hit my dog. <laughs> then I would skull F you until <laughs> just... Into the ground, and it was like, you do not mess with the dog. Mm -hmm. So uh, there really was a, an attachment to that to that character there for me, and I think for a lot of people, mm -hmm. and they didn't outright confirm there would or would not be a dog, but there was no dog in sight yeah. in, in what they showed us, and they, were, they dodged the question, which the, the skeptic critic in me that's been in this industry for 11 years goes, mm -hmm. okay, well, that probably means they're not going to have the dog yeah. because they know people are going to ask about the dog. If they were going to have the dog, they would probably come right out and say right away, mm -hmm. there's going to be a dog so that people don't flip out. Yeah, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. But I don't like the idea of Fable not having a dog anymore. Yeah. And then the other thing, uh, and then I'll stop talking because I know <laughs> I've got diarrhea of the mouth right now, mm -hmm. is uh, the other thing that's been core to Fable that they're getting rid of now is is organically developing your character as good or evil. Oh yeah. You you the the choices you make and the behavior that you do in in the fable games makes you good or evil. Mm -hmm. And you don't have that in this one. You just pick you're playing as either one of the four heroes yeah. or you're playing as the villain. Your character you, you don't become the villain. You don't exactly. Yeah. You don't become good or become yeah. evil. Uh, so those two things greatly concerned me but uh it's still extremely early they wouldn't even hint at a release date mm -hmm. i think this game is holiday 2014 at the earliest probably yeah. later than that they just wanted to get an announcement out there mm -hmm. um so those are my concerns i'm i will say I, so i'm cautiously optimistic about fable legends wow you made what do you guys think you made way better points than i was gonna say <laughs> I I love, would, i'm sorry yeah. Death, i love uh, fable as you can yeah. tell, I, i've played the whole series i love it to death so like honestly it just does nothing for me my my whole reaction is kind of like mm, mm. like just meh well that's that's me yeah. with killer instinct you yeah. love the killer yeah. instinct yeah and that's, and that's fine great. you know to each their own yes. i'm sure there's people that love fable out there but like even like like Fable Two had me a little excited. This is just flatline. Yeah. You know, just like no excitement level for me. I just like I saw it. I'm like, that's kind of interesting. I kind of like the big shield that the girl has, mm -hmm. and like, 
beating people up, but I don't even know if I want to play this one. Well, that's yeah. saying something. So, Ben, are you a Fable guy at all? I've played Fable, and I really like it, and yeah, I miss... If, it, if the dog is not in it, I'll be pissed. Yeah. But I think yet you're right that the... The whole reason for the creation of the Fable series was create your character and see if your actions turn you good or evil. And I, I think it's kind of weird that they're just casting that by the wayside. But I think the, the what they're going for is kind of interesting. Like the, the multiplayer, right. the, the sort of the dungeon master feel Absolute to it. Great I think that, that has the potential for... for, potential for some truly sadistic gameplay on the side of the evil guy. <laughs> yeah, plus evil laugh. Fun. Press button for evil laugh. No? <laughs> it's worth pointing out, too, what we didn't say. I mean, it's in our preview. Please go read Kessler's preview. It's super detailed. Um, you can play as the villain on Smart Class. If, you're, if someone yeah. else on, on, is playing on the Xbox as, a, as you know, the hero, one of the heroes, yeah. you can be right there on the couch on Smart Glass doing, you know, doing all the villain stuff. And uh, and that I pictured to be highly entertaining. If yes. A couple of guys are sitting on the couch, and one of the guys is sitting to the side with a smart glass device, whatever it may be, and he's just grinning while the other guys just dying <laughs> like flies. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's where the fun fun can come from. But so we'll see. I mean, you know, it's. Uh, I'm glad there's we've got a new fable. It's not an MMO like we all thought it was going to be. Yeah, I know. People, I keep comparing it to MMOs, and people yeah. think that I think it's an MMO. I'm aware it's not an MMO, <laughs> but after seeing like I'm way more excited about like EverQuest next, and like just uh, style-wise, they remind me of each other. Yeah, I think it's the fair comparison to piggyback off of what you said, Ben. Is it's almost like a and d campaign set in the Fable universe where mm -hmm. the villain yeah. is the dungeon master, exactly as you, as you said, and the four heroes are like, they're each a class. As yeah. we said, the, you know, the mage class, the barbarian class, the rogue, and the uh, one I'm leaving out, Archer. Archer, ah. yeah. So, yeah, so it, it almost kind of reminds me of a, a, a Fable equivalent, Fable version mm. of a D&D &D campaign. But that kind of presents another problem that um, I th it could be. I think Keza said that they had like presets for uh, the people um, who don't really know how to play the villain, who right. end up playing the villain, have can choose like from different presets. But it seems like the majority of the experience that you're going to have in one of those matches hinges on how well the villain plays or yeah. how the villain chooses to play. And if you have a guy who's really good at playing a villain, then you might have an excellent experience. And if you guy got a guy who's completely new to it or decides just to goof off, it might break the whole experience. Very true. Mm -hmm. um, one other point on Fable <coughs> before we let it go. Uh, we got some, interest, uh, some, some great Twitter responses when we were talking about, about Fable. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what about, you know, th it's these four preset characters now we don't know if they're customizable, so will you be able to pick male or female? Mm. Uh, will you be able to play as a person of color, or are you as are you stuck as with just, just those characters with what they give you? Yeah, and and, and the, these are important questions because Fable, and I think this is an extension of Peter Molyneux, and maybe this is this is where Peter Molyneux might really be missed, is is that in Fable, you really could be whoever you wanted. You could be. Uh, a person of color. You could be a, a male. You could be a female. You could 
be straight. You could be gay. Mm -hmm. You could you could marry whomever you wanted. You mm -hmm. could you could be the character you wanted to be. And it seems like that's Fable all Legends gone. may be getting away from all of that, and that would be a shame. Yeah, I think. It would. That, that would really be a shame. So, um, I will say, final point on this. <laughs> I had I, I had no. This is worth it. This is worth yeah, it. Okay. I uh, actually met with. Uh, friend of IGN, Peter Molyneux, today. Mm -hmm. He showed me his new game, Goddess, his God, new, new God Simulator, and we actually talked at length about what he thinks of Fable, mm -hmm. since he's not in, of, of Fable Legends, since he's not involved anymore. So I'm going to have that interview on IGN oh, cool. pretty soon. I need to have our, our, uh, our ace back on the home front transcribe it for me, and then I need to structure it up. And, mm -hmm. and So it might be a couple days to... Uh, stay tuned for it, but I'd love to hear his thoughts. Yeah, and that's why I wanted it's, I wanted to see Goddess because uh, it does actually look cool, mm -hmm. and we will be covering that on IGN as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was really curious while we're both in the same town together. Yeah, to sit down now that Fable's announced and uh, and get his thoughts, and he's got some interesting thoughts. So cool. um, there you go, Destin. I think that was thirty minute Twitter talk. Yeah. We clip, <laughs> clip that out. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Are we? Or did we hit all the highlights? What? Because uh, today, you know, we're recording here on on what is Wednesday in Germany. Mm -hmm. You'll hear this hopefully earlier in the day on Wednesday yeah. back in North America. Um, we played. I mean, Titanfall was the big one today. Yes. I think we hit on all the sh the showcase games, right? We we talked about Connect Sports. We talked about. Yeah. Um, we, we talked yeah. about. FIFA. Dead Rising, which is just fun. Yeah. Dead Rising is just, it's fun. Work on that frame rate and you'll get it. Yeah, and they yeah. said, he, he said on our video, they were like, mm -hmm. yep, we're working on the frame rate right now. Yeah. So um, we talked about Forza. I mean, it's, I think we, I think we covered most of our bases. And yeah. And what about, was there anything, did you see anything today? I saw Watch Dogs, but we have a video up of that. We'll have Excellent. a video up tonight. So. But did you get to play it? Yeah. Hands on, first time ever playing. See, I, yeah, I haven't played it yet. So mm -hmm. did it, is that game still feeling really good? Are you still feeling uh, the positive on that? The entire experience was strange because you had somebody like talking to you, teaching you how to play the whole time, mm. and it's like just let me screw up and figure it out. Yeah, you know, so so that was a little weird. But then uh, we did the mini game where somebody like hacks into your hacks your phone or hacks yep. into you or whatever, and then you have to uh, find him. I couldn't find him, but then I hacked him, <laughs> and. And it was two developers who, who I was doing this oh, to, bad right? Idea. Well, no, here's what happened. I went to a spot and I'm like, there's no way they will get me up here, right? And they never found me and they were angry. <laughs> <laughs> they were like furious at me. But uh, yeah, you know, Kez and I talked a little bit about our experience. Good. And uh, overall, it's a game I want to play. I need to play it in a quiet room so I can actually digest it. I don't want to pass judgment on something I play that was like a rushed experience. I will say we know? and we've we've seen the game running on next gen a number of times. The 360 they, version they, will be fine, but man, the Xbox One version mm -hmm. is going to be where it's at. They did confirm that they got the car models from the driver guys though during the play play session. So ben, have you been, but not uh, the mechanics. Not have the you been mechanics. have you been keeping an eye on Watch Dogs? Oh, at all? definitely, definitely. And it's one of those games that I got to get my eyes on. I mean, I've heard from hands on Eyes on first, and then oh, okay. <laughs> I think yeah. I'll see it first, and then, and then maybe stand in line for how many, I, I don't know, yeah. how many hours to maybe play it for a couple of minutes. Um, but maybe you can answer this for me. Um, I've heard from several sources. That all I've seen from net, Next Gen Games is like 720p video from IGN or YouTube. Right. Um, I've heard from several sources that <coughs> even the highest res videos don't sometimes really do the 
quality of the graphics justice on really on really good graphics that's a destined yeah. question okay so being a video guy um everything we export is at 720p mm -hmm. so that, that's why you see that on ign and yeah. most places do 720p mm -hmm. so that's why you're seeing it like that now what is the game actually running at i have no idea mm -hmm. uh for next gen a lot of people are pushing 720p 60 which is 60 frames per second, like Titanfall. I believe they're going for oh, yes. 60. Yep. And uh, yeah, so that's why you see that. And when you capture on your Xbox, it'll be 30 because yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. that's fine if you're just doing videos, you know? Mm -hmm. um, like I if you want 60, you have the equipment to do 60. So I don't know why anybody would be upset about that. Yeah, yeah I, I got that, but I, I, I think, I don't know who said it, this, that um, even the capture method today, it, it's mm -hmm. not the frame rate. It's yeah. just... The games actually run at like 360p or something is what you're saying, right? No, it's, it said he uh, it was said like that. Uh, it it fail even the highest capture uh, quality somehow fails to capture like the crispness or the tiny details that you see when you're wa l watching it on a huge screen at yeah. 1080p, maybe 60 frames or above 30 frames. Oh well, that's totally true because there's compression when you capture there it. You so, go. That's so what we're looking yeah, for. yeah, it gets compressed. No matter how you capture it, there's always something that tones it down, so it's a usable file size. Yeah. Even on compressed, has to you know, like capture it to your hard drive. So yeah. there is a little bit there. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I think it was like a, a reaction piece to people saying, "Yeah, that doesn't look that good. It doesn't yeah. look like next gen." And he said, "Don't worry, guys. I've seen it up close on a 50-inch television." It looks really good. Yeah. The video doesn't do it completely justice. Cool. All right. So uh, before we wrap it up for this segment, I guess um, when do you, real quick, when do you guys think Microsoft will announce their release date? Because we didn't cover that earlier. Two weeks. With within two weeks or in two weeks? Uh, within two weeks. Like they're gonna do it very soon. Sony made their announcement. They need to put their uh, stake stake their claim, so to speak. You know, and uh, get it out there. Ben, what do you think? Yeah, I think two to three weeks. I think they're gonna let Gamescom pass, let the yep settle, let it settle a bit, and then like, hey guys, boom. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, not. I don't think they'll have an event for it. I think they mm -hmm. are ultimately just gonna press release it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, PAX might be a pretty natural time because that's yep. the, the attention of the hardcore fans with PAX is. Yeah, th there's a lot of attention on gaming. So if they do it, it'll be like the tail end of PAX. I think they need th yeah, some probably. breathing room between Gamescom and the next. It event. also well, it also depends on if they're before or after Sony too, right? Yeah. If, if they're after Sony, they're probably gonna want to wait as long as they can. Like yeah. The, you know they it'll they can't wait till TGS. No, it's too long. But yeah, um, if and if it's sooner, they might you know maybe this next Friday might be like okay, first day of PAX, Xbox One is coming on November. Fifth, like we yeah. said. <laughs> yeah. So we shall see. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, marketplace report-wise, I don't believe any games came out in retail this week that I w was... Oh, wait, never mind. Because we reviewed them already. Actually, it's... Sorry. Splinter Cell Blacklist. Oh, and, yes. And Saints, Go get Splinter Cell. And Saints Jeez. Row 4. And yeah. uh, the Bureau, XCOM mm -hmm. Declassified. Yeah. The, those big three all out this week. Mm -hmm. uh, Are you going to get Splinter Cell? Oh, definitely. I, wa I was walking through town today, and and they actually have a sale on it here. Really? Yeah, it's 33, uh, 33 euros for oh, no, for the new Splinter Cell. Yeah, nice. I mean, it's a nice price. Around Gamescom here in Cologne, they always have, like, crazy deals. I mean, I told you uh, over, um, 
before we started the crazy deal for uh, Xbox for the four gig Xbox Super yeah. Slim plus a game for eighty eight euros. Wow. Yeah. And so that's so yeah, it's funny. It's good. Get it totally. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. Th- those were we rated them very. Uh, they're very staggered ratings because Splinter mm-hmm. Cell was a nine, <laughs> Saints Row was a seven something, yeah. and uh, XCOM was a five something. Yeah. So uh, Dan are, did XCOM, right? He did. He's yeah. such a he like wants to stick to the original Hardcore idea. XCOM yeah, fan. yeah. The game it's hard for work, him to go FPS. Well him, yeah. And then uh, on Marketplace, or third person actually. Summer of Arcade still going, even mm-hmm. though Microsoft doesn't seem to be promoting it that much. <laughs> Flashback is the oh, game that's yeah. out this week. It's ten bucks. Uh, it is a full remake, complete remake of the original mm-hmm. classic game. And the best part is, it includes the original classic game. Yeah, that's cool. So that might be worth ten bucks on its own. Yeah. So check that out on Xbox Live Arcade. And uh, yeah, we're not going to do trivia this week just (laughs) because we don't have easy access. Because we need to go to sleep. Yeah, it is is late, and our neighbors are probably like, "It sounds like there's a radio show going on over there." What? Except in German. Yeah. Uh, So we will wrap this up. So uh, I want to thank Ben yeah, here thanks, for man. stopping by. Yeah, my pleasure. It was, uh, Great hanging out with you guys. Yeah, likewise. We're gonna we'll hang out some more later on this week. We'll sail ourselves up the up the Rhine and up yeah. into the mountains. We won't sail into the mountains. We'll climb them. <laughs> but I'm looking for the weather's looking good. Yeah. So I was really on my on the edge of my sea when I, every day I look at my weather app. Oh, it doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it it swing. It's swing. It's yeah. Swings wildly here, so doesn't look like rain, and doesn't at the moment look like it'll be super hot for us. Yeah, so I think, perfect. We'll be in good shape. Uh, see, we, you know, if we come to your country, you can totally meet us. <laughs> it, it does happen. Just go on a boat tour with us. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. a requirement. Well, we never know. I mean, this could be our last show. Ben might, on the boat tour, might like knife us all and dump us in the river. Or the dragon will actually get us. That's true. Mm-hmm. That that could totally. Won't buy a dragon thing, I um, guess. Yeah. But, I will have gone to Gamescom and you said that game was really good. <laughs> <laughs> push you, push you overboard. <laughs> so, uh, Ben, we can follow you on Twitter. It was at Ben underscore Klager. Was that yes, correct? K-L-E-A-G-E-R. Exactly. At Destin Legary. Of course. Of course. And at DMC underscore Ryan. There's just so much Gamescom stuff going on on IGN. Please check it uh, more than you usually check it because... Uh, it moves so fast uh, that you might miss something good if you're <laughs> not on there checking on a regular basis. So uh, for Ben, for Destin, and for uh, I want to send a shout-out to uh, our boys Mitch and Marty back on the home front, our yeah. usual locksmiths. Who, Thank uh, you guys so much. Particularly <laughs> thanks to Mitch for editing the show yeah. that we're about to send him the raw audio file of. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will be back, back in the office, and we'll be back to the regular show format next week. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Steve.